Gold 3 Detergent Plus. It's okay to indulge in a good TV series binge from time to time, as long as you do so mindfully. Welcome to the Mindful Binge. It's like a book club, just for TV people. Join Elise Bryson and Lane Kennedy, two sober West Coast besties who have never met in real life, as they recap TV shows and movies they love to binge mindfully. This dynamic duo digs into shows and movies that feature addiction, mental illness, and recovery as a part of the leading storylines. Now Now let's let's get get into into this this week's week's episode. And just like that, we're back. My name is Elise Bryson. I'm Lane Kennedy. And you are listening to The Mindful Bench. It's like a book club, but for TV people. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I think think we're talking about episode five. So for those of you, you might be listening for the first time. Uh, We started this podcast because we love to watch TV and talk about it. And I'm learning from Lane how to be more mindful in my behaviors, Mm. mindfully binge TV versus, you know, go off the grid for a week and nobody knows where I am binging. Um, And so we really love to talk about TV shows and movies where addiction and mental illness and even recovery are part of the main storyline. So we decided we would start this first few episodes of this new amazing podcast talking about, and just like that, the Sex and the City reboot. So, But, but wait, but wait, we actually did start with Flack. That's true. I mean, if you and, want and to go we all never, the way back. Yeah, if we want to go all, all the way back. back. But we've we didn't this, record. We've been doing this for a while. We just didn't record yeah. before. We we went on Instagram Lives. Yeah. We, we held we rooms did Clubhouse. on Clubhouse. Right. And then we realized that the only people consistently showing up to that were, were you and me. And so, but, you know, so many people wanted to be part yeah. of the conversation. But, you know, different time zones, people's schedules, people are going back out into the world. Mm-hmm. So we needed to create a space where they could hear us whenever it was convenient for them. So here's Hence, another podcast. The Mindful Binge podcast. The Mindful Binge so uh, we're in episode five of And Just Like That, which is- Tragically hip. Tragically, tragically hip, hip. Which we are. We are tragically hip. <laughs> we, are, we are so hip. Our eyewear is on point today. Oh yeah, look at that. I mm. forgot my little bandana, but you know, oh, yeah. I've, got my, I have mine. I've got my favorite necklaces. Mine's upside down. <clears throat> my okay, dogs I'm ready. are sleeping. How are your dogs? Are they the, good? My dogs are sleeping. Thank God. Okay. It's a miracle. All right. Hopefully we can get through this. Here we go. All right. So the scene opens up. Carrie and Seema are just entering her brownstone. Right. And I think is it is it it's not the first time Seema has been there. I think it is. Is it? I think so. I think so. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it is. I can't remember. But Carrie has to she kind of wobbles up the stairs like an old lady. She gets an umbrella to like help her walk. Because you know they can't they can't stop bashing us over the head with the fact that these these women are in their mid fifties and apparently you know apparently everything goes sideways in your mid fifties. Okay, that's so, the case. Tell me. Okay, Lane. I mean I'm because I'm knock knock knocking on the door of fifty. I'm knock knock right, knocking. but there is something that happens mm-hmm. at fifty. I will say that I was I was very um, I didn't believe it until. I'm of that age. Correct. Uh-huh. And things do start to don't go sideways. Yeah, you Thank you. Thank you, You're my welcome. friend. You're welcome. Uh, but there, there are some things that do occur. And as a woman in her fifties, it's time, it's a time to be more mindful 
of your body. And I think what Carrie is doing is appropriate of getting the umbrella to aid herself in going up the stairs. Seema's um, laughter about it, I think is on point because some, some, you know, some older, more mature women, it's, you know, it's harder. I don't know how to say that gracefully. Maybe if Carrie would give up the heels, this would be Oh my God. And I have to say, let's just stop right there for a minute because I remember back in my late twenties, my early thirties, where I I ran all over town in heels. Like every day, three inches was flat. Like I was a three to five inches girl. Like if they had made platform sneakers, I would have worn them. Right. Like I, cause I'm short. So like, it was the only way to like, are you short? How tall are you? Five four. I'm five oh, four. Okay. Yeah. I like to think of it as like fun size, travel uh-huh, size, uh-huh, pocket uh-huh. size. Anyway, people had told me, oh yeah, you're gonna give up your heels. You just wait. And I was like, you are insane. I will wear these heels mm-hmm. till the day mm-hmm. I die. No. Girl, no, I have it's a, true. I don't I don't know the last time I wore heels. Now <laughs> I, I think Who wears heels. The, right. I think that the pandemic definitely like skyrocketed me into being healed less. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I was already going there though, before the pandemic I was, I was, but I've decided like sneakers, like, like, like high-end sneakers. Those are going to be my, my new look. It's going to be yeah. my look. It's going to be my aesthetic. So therefore I don't need, I don't need the heels. No more heels. Yeah. If Carrie gave up the heels and started wearing the Birkenstocks, it or would, the Crocs. Or the Crocs, right? Then she might not have this pain in her hips. And I do find that as we age, we do start to wear um, different shoes. It's just because well, of the aches and the pains. I honestly. mean, let's be honest. As we age, we start to wear everything that's... We put comfort first. Yes, comfort I know, is all is, about comfort. If you're in your 20s, this doesn't make any sense to you. Move along, move yeah. along. <laughs> like... But, but, but uh, in my experience, the older I get, the yep. more comfortable I want to be with my yep. underwear, with yep. my bras yep. and with my footwear. Yep. Footwear is key. Mm-hmm. So her outfit in that opening scene is kind of grandma-esque. Yeah. I didn't love it. No, I didn't either. I love Seema's though. Let me tell oh, you, Seema is on fire. Seema and LTW love. can do no wrong. They can no. do no wrong. <laughs> so good. I love them so much. So we're in... Uh, Carrie's house, uh, we find out that she's got this hip problem and suddenly Seema's calling her cousin or her brother or somebody in her family who's she's a hip connected. surgeon. Of course she is. She's yeah, connected. Like, cause she's so well connected. And the next scene we see is Carrie going to the hip doctor, finding out that she has something going on with her hip. That's- like within an hour. Yeah. Within it, like an hour. Cause that's she, normal in New York. Or, and she already apparently. filled out the paperwork online. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing that it went that fast. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. No, no Hollywood. That doesn't happen. That's fine. I can play along. I can play along when they have to fudge yeah. things like that. So yeah. So it's she finds out that she's not getting old. She has something, a birth defect of yeah. rare, some kind of hip birth defect that has always been there, but is just now giving her problems. This is where I... I'm curious how this all of a sudden showed up. Has she always had little issues in her hip or is this something, right? I mean, I remember back in the early, in episode one, like Big was rubbing on her hip. It is, and she's mentioned that before. Yeah. So, you know, and then prior to that, we haven't seen her since the movies. So I think Carrie probably has had some some hip problems going on for a while. And now that she doesn't have anybody to rub them out for her. 
that she's taking out, care that of came business. Out wrong. That came, came out totally wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Okay. So, so now so they're we, at lunch and Carrie's, uh, talking with her friends about the fact that, Hey, I'm not old. I just need hip surgery. Which is kind of dramatic. Like yeah. that's the hip surgery is not a fun, easy thing to go through. And it's, have you had hip surgery? I have not, but I have had family members who have gone through this process and friends who have gone through this process. And it's, it's not an easy, yeah, it's, it's a little challenging, I have to say. And the care, the amount of care that's needed uh, for hip replacement or hip surgery is a lot. So I like that they are putting together a spreadsheet, I guess, of hours of when everyone's going to care for Carrie. (laughs) Okay. But let's talk about that a second. Let's just, again, they always have to show these people as a little, a little outdated, not with the times. I can applaud that Charlotte made a spreadsheet and probably color coded it and all of that. But a spreadsheet is not like, it's not Google sheets. It needs to be somewhere on the web internet where everybody can access it and make notes to it, not in a document that you email. So that was like, like they could have, they could have picked better software in my opinion. They could have, they could have. They also uh, bring up that this is a moment of celebration. So of course, Miranda wants champagne. Oh, that's right. But can I, I just want to say one thing before we get on yeah. to Miranda and the champagne. Although I don't know, I can't remember if anybody in my life has had hip surgery. My mom had both of her knees replaced. Ooh, and pain. she made the decision to do it both at the same time versus doing one, recovering uh-huh. and doing the other one because it was like, you're going to be miserable, just get it done with. And this happened before I got sober. Okay. Um, and I, I would go and visit her. I was not living with her at the time, but I would go and visit her and I would steal her pain pills. Oh. Um, that was the uh, only, that was my only motivation for going and visiting her. Uh-huh. And I remember that uh, looking back, I remember it was a dark time for her. Like, yeah. you know, she was stuck in yeah. bed. She had this machine that was like moving her knees back and forth and that I couldn't show up for her. I couldn't be fully present. And my only motivation to go and visit her was to steal her oxy, you know? Yes. And, Whew. um, fortunately, fortunately, thanks to living, a, um, a life in recovery where, I get to clean that kind of stuff up. Mm-hmm. Like I was able to make amends for that. Now I, my mom's never going to, hopefully never going to need knee surgery again, mm-hmm. but should she need any other surgery? Number one, I'm going to show up and be there for her yeah. and be there honestly and authentically. And number two, I'm not going to steal her drugs. Oh my God. And um, so, you know, since, since this podcast is really talking about recovery and addiction and how it plays out in TV shows, I just kind of wanted to share that story because I was thinking about it. Um, you know, as we were prepping for this, for this episode today. Can you imagine if Charlotte all of a sudden was sneaking Carrie's pills or Miranda was sneaking the pills, right? That well, would be, they could have written that in for Miranda. I mean, let's that, be honest. That's they what I'm have. saying. They could have written that in to really expose addiction, what but they really didn't, like. which is, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. You know, they have a lot of issues that they're trying to really, oh, a lot that they're, <laughs> they're trying, trying to get in. every issue possible in these episodes. But we have that moment, that brief moment where Miranda wants to celebrate and Charlotte is immediately no, <laughs> right? Like it's she just noon. shuts it. Yeah, it's she shuts noon. it down. Yeah, she's like not happy because she's concerned. And now Charlotte's yeah. already made the decision that right. there's a reason to be discouraged, you know. Right. So she's like on high alert and Carrie is still like, Ugh, are we still talking about this? Right. And I, I think this is the next scene is Miranda opening the box with quit like a woman. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and she's like almost horrified that what, who bought this? And she's totally freaked out. Her uh, Brady's girlfriend walks in and she's making it like obvious, like I didn't buy this. No. <laughs> See, and this is, I remember you and I talking about this episode before and yeah. I, I, I misunderstood it. I really thought Charlotte was responsible for sending her the book. No. Do you remember? We, we yeah. had a fight on yeah. Clubhouse. Yeah. Do you remember no. this? We made up. It's okay. But okay. Um, uh, yeah, I, I thought that Charlotte had really been the one to send it to mm-hmm. her. Whereas you pointed out, and I went back and rewatched it just for this mm-hmm. reason, because mm-hmm. I had a hard time admitting I was wrong. <laughs> but I did get there. And um, yeah, it was, she ordered it for herself uh, mm-hmm. during a blackout. During a blackout. I mean, I have done that. I did that, I should say, many a times uh, ordering. Except you didn't order online. You had to like dial a 1-800 number, right? Well, yeah. That, you know, 323-777. Right. Back, back in the day. That's know. how we did back it. Back in the day. We, we did online shopping was on the phone. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I had the guy delivering, you know, in 20 minutes. It was awesome. So I understand looking at my credit card statement and my bank account and thinking, what? <laughs> what just happened? Where'd all my money go for, you know, cigarettes and booze craziness. So I relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, spent, I spent a lot of money in blackouts and I dropped a lot of money. I dropped money all the time. Mm-hmm. I had to have, unless mm-hmm. I just gave it away. Who knows what I did? I have no idea. Always money falling out of the pockets. Yeah. Yeah. We don't do that anymore. Thank God. Occasionally uh, though, occasionally, would you remember like pulling out an outfit from the back of your closet yes. and finding money in the pocket? Oh. Now that was a good day because it was like all bonus booze, bonus yes. booze, bonus drugs. Loved that. I still hide money. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Where do you hide it? Just all over. I'll find money in my jacket pockets now. And I'm just so, I get so excited about it. Reminds me of the good Cash. old days. Yeah. I'm just not bad. I'm I'm bad at carrying cash these days. Mm. I need to get better at that, but I'm not great at it. Okay. All right. We missed um what about uh Charlotte and Rock? Did we jump over that part? Oh, no, that's coming. That's next. Okay. That's we okay. can talk about. We can jump into that cuz I think that's a really fired up scene. So, let's do it. Yeah, and you, you know, I, I okay. my son is 25, so I feel so far removed from parenting at okay. this point. Okay. So, I think but, this so is a really on this because, yep. you know, how do you feel about it? So I think they uh, pushed the envelope a little too much. Mm. Mm. But this is how it's, it's rolling out. I mean, yeah. ki- kids are identifying how they want to, and they're making statements, and their parents are finding out about it later. Totally so, get yeah, that. So, every, so the, the issue is that, that Rock told all of her friends and told all of her teachers, and everybody their knew friends, about it before. Their teachers. Yeah, before. Oh, sorry. Thank you, God. Mm-hmm, See mm-hmm. how I just can't get there. So Rock um, told yes, their teachers, their friends, and then it was made public, and Charlotte found out because she was on that Zoom with all of the she moms. Was on the Zoom call in her right. perfect little apron. Right. I was so looking ridiculous. at all those moms, and I was like, "F you, ladies. No, yeah, moms don't like really that. have it together like that. No. Give me a break. Moms do not have it together like no, they, no, no." Uh, and then that kind of kicked off this conversation with the school, right? Where um, Harry and Charlotte are sitting there with the administrators of the school, finding out like why it was okay for them not to contact them and talk and have a conversation about it. 
And this is where I think it gets a little sticky that I would have liked to have gotten noticed, notified. And it, it just made me uncomfortable. This scene made me but, uncomfortable. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll meet you there. But as a teacher or somebody working at this school, how would you, wouldn't you maybe, couldn't, isn't it possible mm-hmm. that they would have assumed that, um, that no. Rose already had a conversation with her parents about this? Absolutely not. Okay. No. Tell me why. No, I, I, mm-mm. I don't think parent or teachers assume. I think they're always looking out for the kid. You know, I think well, as they should be because somebody's got to advocate for the kid. Well, yeah, especially if they're in a troubled home, right? Exactly. Yes, that's fair. So, I just would have liked it if they would have given notice because I love when Harry's face is like, "What is happening here?" And then between Charlotte and Harry as they're walking out, like, "What just happened?" You know, like they got. it was like they were bullied a little bit. Like, this is the way it is. This is how it's going to happen and get on board. You're behind yeah. the times. Well, and with Harry, like I, I have, I think his line of questioning is completely authentic in the sense of mm-hmm. how do we know this is real versus yep. not just a trend? Because let's yep. be clear, like kids love trends and they yes. want to be cool and they want to do what everybody else is doing. Yes. And, but then, then there's also authenticity. So yep. I think his line of questioning was pretty spot on. That's yes. I, I would have, I think I, as a parent would have had like, I can be on board with this as long as I know this is really what it is. Right. And it's not going to pass. It's not just a, it's not just a, Oh, we're all buying these sneakers this week. You know, right. right. We all have to have that brand, brand of denim. Right. I guess it just shows that there's so many conversations that are not being had in the family unit that are being looked over. And this is a good example of Charlotte's house, her little microcosm, her world, you know, the perfect family. They've got a lot of dynamics going on in there. And she is, she means well, she is well-intentioned, but here she is finding out about Rock's gender identity through a Zoom meeting, right? Where there's like, what's happening here? What's going on? How come you all know and I don't know? And then she has to go talk to Rock about it, which she doesn't even know how to have that conversation. Then she's taking the dolls down because the dolls don't represent anyone. Right, right, because they're culturally inappropriate. It's like, how are we supposed to keep up with all of these... (sighs) How do we keep up with it all? I, I don't, well, I don't, I don't know, but those dolls were kind of creepy. I wouldn't want them in my room either. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Just that was a good, that was you. a really good, I, I think they did that well, yeah, as well I did as too. they could. I it did was too. hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then our next scene is, where do we go after that? I think um, we're, um, where Carrie's in the hospital. Oh God. Um, yes. Because there is a, a moment talking about pain pill addiction. Like there is that yes. moment. Yes. Carrie's. And uh, Carrie's wearing pearls in the hospital, which is of course she completely is. Carrie Bradshaw, like completely. I should really be wearing pearls right now. I don't know why I'm not. In honor of her homage. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. I think the a comment comes about the pain pills after she gets home and she's kind of really loopy doopy, uh, right? Mm-hmm. She does the podcast episode. Uh, in this episode, I think there's, you know, 
who's going to take care of me? Um, who's going to help me go pee? So we see Charlotte helping her onto the toilet. And then we see this micro moment where Miranda is on the phone, Carrie's phone, and it's Che. And Che wants to check up on her. When she's downstairs. She wants to come up. Yeah. Right. And and it's like, no. And Miranda's all giddy, like, ah, I, her. Right. And you Carrie's just see like, her. F you. Get yeah, her out no. of here. I am not in a place to see anyone. Like, I can't them. even go to the toilet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's so hard for me. So I I, even though I totally get it, I can't muscles. It's old okay. muscles. It's okay. it's but okay. Thank you for working. To remind me. We're going to get through this together. We, yes. Yes. It's hard. I know. I, it's I just habit. It's not because I don't care. No, I know. Ugh. Trust it's me. I know. Yeah. Uh, if you don't want me to say anything, I won't. No, I still want you to say things. Okay. Like keep saying it. You just might have to say it a lot. I don't, you know, <laughs> so I wonder hard. if it would, it might be different if I was with, I wonder if it has to do with, it's just you and me versus if there was, if Che was here right now, I might yeah. be do better at saying they, them for, I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't been in that situation very much. Yeah. But I'll just keep working on it. Yeah. You just have to keep working on it. It's hard. It's, it's, it's not easy. Uh, so we see Francisco, you're hipper than I am. uh, You're you're ahead of the times. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Okay. All right. Where are we? Pay bills. Uh, Carrie, 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 Shay. Um, we see, I love that, that Carrie set a boundary with Miranda and was like, no, get rid of her. Like get rid of her. That was because um, at that moment, I, here's again, here's Miranda and her addiction coming out. Miranda's only thinking about Miranda. She's not thinking about Carrie. Miranda's only thinking. Yes, that's an that's an Miranda's addict move just right there. About the quick Self, fix. Yes. Self-centered to the extreme. Yeah. So we see uh, Carrie back at at home now, right? And they all have their shifts, and it's Miranda's shift. Are we going to go there? Yeah. Right. So Miranda shift to take care of Carrie and Carrie's in bed sleeping. Oh yeah. Oh, (laughs) and then she gets this episode. Yes, it is. We're going there. Awkward. And it's Che and Che has a bottle of tequila. I mean, as one does in the middle of the day, like what? And you know, Miranda's so excited about that. She's so excited on all levels, on right? So many all levels. levels. So Carrie's asleep. Now, here's the thing: that apartment is tiny, right? It's, it's not like big, two rooms, three it's not rooms, a big right? Apartment. Yeah. So, how? Yeah. So, what? Carrie does Carrie wake up and realize what's happening? Y- yes. Well, she wakes up because she has to go pee. Right. Right. And then she's. You can see the mirror. <laughs> the the mirror's propped so you can see, but you she hears the sounds that are happening occurring in the kitchen with Che and Miranda. It's really Miranda's. Of course like, she does, because uh, it's like one room. But here's the thing: if this was you and you just came out of a stupor, even if you're on a little bit of drugs because of your hip surgery, yeah, right? Yep. Yep. Wouldn't you be like, uh, hello, what's going on? Like when you say something, or would you lay there and just pretend like you're asleep? So I think because she's on the pain pills, there's a little what's going on and she has to go pee. She has to go pee. So I don't know about you, but when I have to go pee, I'm like, I got to go pee right now so badly. Right. So I think there's some confusion and how do I deal with my best friend, you know, having sex in my kitchen with my boss, with my boss. 
And yeah, in my kitchen. In my that's a kitchen. Lot. That's a lot. I, like just well, watching this scene go down, I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> I'm freaking out. Like, why is she not yelling? Why is she? I don't know. I don't but, have an Okay, answer. also peeing in a diet, diet Snapple bottle. That is like, what kind of aim do you think, must you think you have to get no, it that's, in? Like that doesn't, pe- no, no, no. You're peeing no. on the bed. Yeah, you're peeing well, on the bed. in this case, somehow she gets it in the bottle, but then she ends up spilling it on the bed. Right. Either way, pee ends up everywhere, and it's it's not a good day for Carrie. Right, and and Che, like, covers Miranda's <laughs> mouth because she's being so loud. <laughs> Just like, no, this is not happening. <laughs> well, and then she, then she pretty much hits it and quits it. Like, she's out of there, right? Yeah. She's like, she, all right, I got to go. I'm done. Bye. Bye. That was so nice. That's, that's how Miranda gets caught, basically, because then she goes into the bathroom to like, right. and she's a, so giddy, so giddy. Yeah, and then and then awkward, awkward friendship awkward, moments, and then Carrie getting real. And I I love this. Good scene. for Carrie. Good for Carrie. I'm so all about how Carrie manages this and how she voices. I mean, here she is stoned out on her pain pills. And she still is like, no, that was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. And Miranda's re- response is so self-centered. Like what? Like, she's like, what? Like, at here, first, let's, but let's then, just clean the sheets. Let's just take care of it. It's fine. Yeah. Right? She's but, so, at first, but then you see her crack, you see her break. And she's like, because I'm unhappy, you know, like, I, I don't know. I think she cracks there a little bit. Um, you see that that underlying unhappiness, which is what's fueling all of this, right? Mm-hmm. That brokenness mm-hmm. at her core is what's fueling the drinking. It's what's f- fueling these out-of-character decision-makings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but Carrie is just like, yeah, yeah, that's a you problem. That's Yeah, that's a mess up on layers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how I would come back from that. Like if you came over here (laughs) and you you were taking care of me and then I heard you with my boss, I'd be like, you got to go now. And I'm not talking to you until I get my head straight around this. Oh yeah. Right. I would be, get the F out. Bye. Like we need to take a little vacation from each other. I need a break. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's a hard stop. (laughs) Yeah. Hard stop. I'll call you. I'll call you. Right. So there's something really, um, I don't know. Again, it just shows their, the depth of their relationship and their friendship and how they, no matter what are sticking together. I think that's one of these moments that no matter what is coming at them, they are in it because they truly love each other. They truly are, you know, partners in life. Yeah. Yes, and because that's that is what this show is about. It is about yeah. it is about long term friendships, yeah. and and the reality of of friendships are you do get mad at each other, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, and and you have to work through that. Um, that's just yeah. the reality of it. Although for me, for a long time, and it's still I have to still even work on it. Is my knee jerk reaction, especially before I got sober, if I got into a confrontational situation with a friend, mm-hmm. I would just be like, well, I'll just go get another new friend. Yeah. I don't yeah. need you. I, uh, I don't need you. I'll, I'll find somebody else to hang out with. I'll find somebody else. That was my MO. I can remember so many times my mom would be like, how come your, your group of friends is always changing? <laughs> 
And I was like, I'm just really popular. She's like, well, <laughs> oh my God, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really popular. I like yeah. that. I have a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, our next scene is Carrie with her beautiful eyewear that oh, I need to have. Her like, eyewear is so her eyewear and her message to Samantha talking about uh, the podcast that she did talking about Samantha sticking her hand up her hoo-ha with the diaphragm. Yeah. Which is yeah. brilliant. I think that's brilliant. nice. I think again, I think that, you know, I've said this before, but you know, not all friendships stay the same the whole time. And so, mm-hmm. you know, theirs has fallen, their, their friendship has, has, has moved on to a different state well, and Samantha's in a different country, different country, and they're not talking to each other. Like they don't check in on each other. It's not that kind of friendship anymore, no. but that doesn't mean they don't still care and honor each other for the time that they were close. And right. that's real. Like I have people like that. Yep, you have I people do too. like that. That's yep. real. Yep. Yeah. And nobody's, nobody has to be at fault or wrong for that. It just yep. is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Our next scene is Miranda with her bottles of vodka and realizing that she indeed purchased quit like a woman, right? Because Amazon wants a review. <laughs> it's another reminder I was wrong. Yes. And then, yes, and then yes, she's yes. throwing out her drink, her beverages. <clears throat> so uh, did you do that when you got sober? Did you, did you dump all your booze? I did. I gave I did. that away. I couldn't be so wasteful. Oh no. Well, I probably gave it away, but I do remember throwing, I had a bottle in my freezer, a vodka bottle, one of those big bottles. Like half gallons. And that I, I did pour that one down. My bottles of wine I gave to people, Mm -hmm. um, to designers and whoever, whoever, but the hard stuff. Bye. You know, um, I remember over the years, like being in places where people would give me after getting sober, people would give me any kind of bottle of booze. And I would just like, the person giving it to me clearly doesn't know me well enough to know I I don't drink. So I would just smile and nod. And then as soon as like that person exited, I would just hand it to whoever was around me. Everybody around me that I worked with knew, and they were just, you know, they were excited because now they knew they were getting something free, but it was like, it became a very automatic, like, here you go, here you go, here you go. Yeah you know, without question. And which is just like a PSA reminder. Like if you're gifting alcohol, make sure Mm -hmm. the receiver consumes it. Correct. Like don't, don't make assumptions. Yeah. Not a good thing to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our last closing scene of this episode five, tragically hip is Carrie has decided to go to physical therapy and the lights get turned on for her. Oh, cause there's a hottie there. Yeah, which I yeah, find I need really to go to physical therapy too. That the lights go on for her so quickly after Big has passed. But like it's she's been like, a few months, I think. Like this, the, it's not like it's it? been like two weeks. It's been yeah. This show clips along. I I don't know. I I would not be having the lights turn on for like at least a year. Like I I just I'd be like oh. Okay. Well, wait a minute. Didn't you, didn't you, you were the one saying at the beginning of this lane, like, you know, I don't know that her and big really loved each other. She should be more sad. She should be more this. Right. Maybe that's that. Maybe that's that. Maybe that's just the way it is. I, yeah, I'm more emotional. Maybe I guess that's, I'm, you know, cancer. Sentimental. Are you sentimental? Yeah, yeah I am. So I guess for Carrie, it makes sense then. 
She's like, yes, I want that therapist again. I'll pay out of pocket. <laughs> well, she just might want somebody to look at, but not necessarily date. Like, Correct. Although, Correct. Because you know, we do find in the next scene, in the next yeah, episodes that she's like, yeah. yeah, that's true. And just right, like that. Well, and just like that, we're through another, we're through another episode, which is great. We've only got a couple more to go and this season is almost up and then we're going to have a new show to talk about. So if you're listening and you want to weigh in on what yeah. we should watch next, just remember it, we, we're looking for shows that have addiction or recovery or mental illness. It, it's a very big, broad space, yeah. but that's we're looking for that to be part of the main storyline in order for us to review a show or a movie. Very good. And you can reach us uh, at themindfulbench.com. Yep, that's where we're at. All right, Elise. All right, Lane. I will see you next time. Bye, everyone. And that's a wrap. Thanks so much for hanging out with Elise and myself and being a part of the Mindful Binge. If there is something that you would like us to talk about or shout about, please send us an email. Check out themindfulbinge.com or The Sober Curator and look at the merch that we have. It's some cool stuff. Thanks for sharing the show and giving us a five-star review over on iTunes. We love you forever. We'll see you in the next episode.